0: My man, hey, who got the juice like me? Who got the juice like who got the juice like Rob? I'm finna give it a D. And then the next you will be screaming, be screaming Rob. Who sell out the renaissance, spit at the meanest, whose biracial lonely in his penis, Rob. My city cleanest, I'm a fucking genius. So proclaim, but they know the name Rob.
1: It is December 3rd, 2021. This is the Daily Rob. And you can find us all over the internet, whether that's at Odyssey, Rumble, BitChute, and we are available on all major podcast platforms. Now, without further ado, the man who has once again gotten a strike on YouTube, the one and only Rob Smith.
0: Still, they can strike me all they want, but truth always wins up. Strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. We'll find a way to get the word out to folks. Stu, back from the North Pole, Mrs. Claus knit you a pair of mittens I have for you. Okay. She cares very much about you. What can I say? I've been. She said you've been a good boy this year. So, you know, you might get some nice things in your stocking. I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to go through a list of things um, that I think we should keep an eye on or, or laugh about. Um, here's one we can just laugh about and shake our, head, our heads uh, about. Uh, Jen Saki, when asked about the gangs of smash and loot thieves, thugs who are looting Louis Vuitton, CBS, uh, Nordstrom's, she said that it was all caused by the pandemic. To your point, so when a huge group of criminals organizes themselves and they want to go loot a store—a CVS, a Nordstrom, a Home Depot—until the shelves are clean, you think that's because of the pandemic? I think a root cause in a lot of communities is the pandemic. Yes, the pandemic causes thugs to smash store. Windows and rush in there with masks and steal things. Mm-hmm. The pandemic is becoming the new climate change. To you know, if your washing machine breaks down, it's climate change. Anything's uh, happens in the markets, they say climate change. It's uh, universally and ubiquitously used as a subterfuge for anything the left deems that goes wrong. Speaking of something that's gone wrong, Joe Biden's brain. Uh, Yesterday, um, he was talking to one of these health groups. And he said, I've seen more of Dr. Fauci than I have my wife. Then he asked, who's president? And then he said, Fauci. But all kidding aside, I sincerely mean it. What the fuck is he talking about? If there's any audience in the world I should be standing for, it's you. Not you standing for me, but thank you very much. Good afternoon. You know, in February I uh, came out here to the National Institute of Health and NIH and to our Vaccine Research Center to thank all of you, the world-class doctors, scientists, researchers for the incredible work you've done during the pandemic. And uh, Developing vaccines, uh, saving lives, giving us hope. Also, also continuing to give me advice on uh, developments as they occur. I've seen more (laughs) of Dr. Fauci than I have my wife. We kid each other, but uh, they look who's president Fauci. Um, But all kidding aside, I I sincerely mean it. If he's kidding, then he doesn't sincerely mean it. I I mean, I just... The guy's brain doesn't work. (laughs) And you would think he would have the cognitive abilities from a political perspective, not to say that Fauci is president. Uh, Because a lot of people don't think he's president. Another interesting story from yesterday is Senator Marco Rubio wrote to the New York Times. You know, they are the news that. Is only fit to print, and he chastised them because again, there's this refusal among the left to report, you know, negative things about China. We all know that China has you know, this large Uyghur population that is in East Turkestan, you know, that part of China over there. On its western edge, they're Muslim, and President Z um, is throwing them into huge concentration camps, where they are are tortured and they're gang raped, and some are put into slavery. There's infanticide, and there's genocide. But the New York Times refuses to report them on it and um so what's the rational foundation of that why do they do that and i think it's just this reflexive nature um, of the left you know the communists are their boys um you know they don't want the world to be alarmed about the things that communists do because if people become alarmed at what they do they'll also piece and parse the actions and the policies of the left and go, "Mm -mm." that might lead to Wookers getting thrown into concentration camps. Perhaps the same thing could happen here.
1: He also put forward the Rubio Amendment to the annual defense legislation, and that essentially is holding it up. Chuck Schumer's all pissed off. He considers it a poison pill, but it would ban Chinese imports that are made with Uyghur slave labor. And so, you know, Rubio is fighting with that as well. So this he's waging a multi front war when it comes to kind of discussing the Uyghurs. I mean, we've all known about the Uyghurs if you're somewhat politically literate. And yet, you know, he this isn't his new hill to stand on.
0: Yes, I think it'd be very hard to enforce something like that, what's made from slave labor and what's not. But, you know, bringing attention to these issues is something that I think an honorable and moral person does, and it can be discussed. Um, And again, um, you know, I have a certain position on trade. I think even trade with nasty countries helps tie your vital interests together and that trade often lifts up the, the downtrodden in the long run. It's good, but it just shows you again what hypocrites these people are who always say they're for the little guy, but yet if you're enslaved and they're uh, raping your women and killing your babies and committing mass murder, ah, that's okay. So Alec Baldwin cried on TV, wah, wah, wah. Like, Stu, whenever I rip somebody's heart out with my bare hands and then gnaw on it, I bad about it for a couple seconds. So anyway, I get it. But, Stu, Alec Baldwin, um, he says he didn't pull the trigger. Uh, the gun just went off. Yes, too. It's a single action revolver. I've had a couple revolvers before. And what you have to do is you have to you have to cock the hammer on a single action revolver. And then you pull the trigger. There are two steps. Guns just don't go off by themselves. Um, now, the left wants you to believe that because they think guns kill people, not people kill people. Uh, they think they just go off and they're dangerous in and of themselves. That's not true. So anyway, Stu uh, makes it really hard to believe. Everybody knows he's a hothead, and I think he did something impulsive. And uh, But we'll see. I'm open-minded. Still, the state of California often cuts the electricity off to residents. That's very third world. I went to Honduras once 20 years ago, and they would cut the electricity off for a few hours a day in certain parts of town. Well, California does that already they are likely to impose urban water restrictions because they're having a drought. And they're gonna charge people an extra 5% if they use water at certain times. Still, this is another example of leftism failing, that California politicizes everything. California should have plenty of uh, water It comes down from the mountains as the snow melts. You know what California does? They let it all run out into the ocean. And all they have to do is what every other city in the United States has done for years is they impound the water. They build lakes. But because of their environmental concerns, they don't do that. So in the meantime, people don't have the essential element of life which is water
1: and i believe their legislation also then impacts colorado where they get a lot of their water from as well and then there's kind of like this ripple effect of okay then then colorado has to play ball with california because california can't handle this shit
0: yeah yeah and the electricity thing is you know um California also, along these lines, has forest fires. Uh, And again, the left will say, it's because of climate change, which is ridiculous. The reason they have forest fires is they're not stewards of forest land. As do anybody who owns, I know a lot of good old boys. Matter of fact, our family has owned a lot of timberland. Well, when you own something and you're a steward of your property, you maintain it. And one of the things you do to maintain it is you put in fire roads because you do not want to see all of your valuable timber go up in flames if a part of that timberland is by lightning. California doesn't do that because they want nature to grow uninhibited uh, without the divine hand of man being a steward over it so therefore they don't cut the the underbrush which people who are managing timber does because what do excuse me when you cut the underbrush it allows for the timber to grow straight and fast again just more wacky environmentalism from the nutcase state. Again, these politicians have never done anything, so they don't understand these issues. Another news story, it seems that the Omicron virus has already been in the United States before it was even discovered in South Africa. How long it's been here, nobody knows. But the fact that nobody knows is probably a pretty good indication that it's as mild as what they say it is. And, Stu, yesterday at at the Supreme Court where the Mississippi case was being heard, you had protesters out there, which is fine. That's what America's all about. Well, Stu, at one time, people thought uh, on the left who were pro-abortion that abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. Because no one can really state that terminating a human life is something that anybody wants to do. However, the protesters yesterday uh, were praising abortion as though they want more of it. Um, Some of the abortion folks shouted, uh, Shout your abortion. And they took abortion pills right there. The ACLU had a meme and some signs that said some people think abortion is bad. And then a smiley face guy, but abortion is rad. Still, it's just twisted evilness. Uh, And again, I don't care what your position is on abortion. Well, I do care, but... um, The idea that you want more of it and it's cool is kind of sickening. And of course, you know, Planned Parenthood sells body parts. So it's pretty gruelish, ghoulish. So maybe that's where some of that thinking comes from. Finally, Stu, this is a deep state story, but it's been reported recently that the CIA has had a number of employees who have committed atrocious sex crimes against children. And there've been many of them, only one of which has ever been prosecuted. When they do prosecute something, they hand it up to the DOJ, and then the DOJ decides what to do. And the DOJ says, y'all handle this internal. Well, Stu, I think that's another example of the deep state um, taking care of their own. Um, And it shows you the level of protection among the Washingtonian deep state class that is afforded them by being in the club you're in the club you can rape little children basically that's what that means again it's a reason why we should distrust the government and want to see the government smaller and go back to a 10th amendment world that's what i got Stu. right on so
1: One of the stories that we focused on yesterday was the British cardiologist, Dr. Asim Malhotra, and his comments, which I thought were pretty even keel, and we included video of him discussing Dr. Gundry's study, and so these are both respected cardiologists. The largest criticism until I guess his comments he made on TV in Britain of Dr. Naholcha was that he was an advocate for having a diet that had a bit more fat in it and was pretty negative on sugars and carbohydrates, which I
0: think is fair. What's wrong with that? That's kind of pretty standard, isn't it?
1: I think so. But if you remember the old school food pyramid, you were supposed to eat the most of bread and carbohydrates.
0: Yeah.
1: And they've they've kind of revised that. But at the same time, you know, uh, a lot of people don't enjoy bread. And so he's
0: a bad guy because he, uh, he proselytizes about that being the right diet for most people. So we yes. need to kill him and hang him and stuff. And, you know, when COVID first hit, he
1: suggested changing your diet to prevent you from being at risk, God forbid. And so the study that he cited, Dr. Stephen Gundry. So if Dr. Stephen Gundry is such a quack, how did he end up in the medical journal circulation? Well, it turns out he's not that much of a quack. You know, he was one of the pioneers of the infant heart transplant and his most controversial opinion is that lectins, which are a kind of plant protein, cause inflammation. And guess what? What? They do. <laughs> so,
0: especially well, when... For a long time, you know, doctors in the medical profession was cholesterol, cholesterol, cholesterol. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a good argument being made that cholesterol is really not that it's inflammation in your arteries um, that cause most coronary so, coronary problems. Am I right about that? Stu? You know, something about this. Yeah. I mean, it,
1: I think at the end of the day, you know, we are limited in our knowledge and understanding of how things 100% work.
0: And it and really things work differently for different people. I know for me, when I want to be fit and trim, I'm an all-protein guy. Mm-hmm. Give me a, a you know, a, a slab of meat. And if I just eat that three meals a day, I will lose weight and I, I'll feel better. But that doesn't work for everybody. Some people need a lot of greens and things.
1: Yeah. And I, I think our bodies can adapt if we just choose one of these as well. But you know, the toxicity of these lectins is a known thing. Raw kidney beans are an example that have a toxic level. And if you eat too much of them, you know, you might have immune reactions to this. They're considered to be an anti-nutrient. And, you know, even though there are places of the world with plant-based diets that are the longest lived and the healthiest people, I really think that has more to do with those communities being those that have a lot of. When you're older, you're typically living with your family and you live in a close-knit community. And so this is typically going to be in areas like Japan, where they do have largely plant-based diets, or certain areas of Italy. And so I think it's, it's we don't even understand that 100% correctly. But Dr. Gundry's study has now been censored by Twitter. And so if you link to that study, which is on AHAjournals.org, American Heart Association. So the American Heart Association is being censored by Twitter. You get a little pop-up that says that this link may be unsafe, and you know they list some reasons why because people might want to steal your personal information. It's well, if spammy. There,
0: if I could cut in, the word unsafe. Think how orwellian that sounds in other words what they're referring to is having anything different than a monochromatic thought approved by the state is unsafe that's kind of the way i read that continue yeah and
1: so they go on to say that you know certain categories of content that if posted directly on Twitter might actually violate Twitter rules. And then they also state that this might be violent or misleading content that could lead to real world harm. And so because Dr. Gundry has legit done some amazing things, he's able to post in circulation. And so once this kind of got out and became a thing, the American Heart Association had to put a warning label on the study saying that they had an expression of concern concerning this. And so that specifically says a lot of stuff, but some of the more interesting things it says is that there are typographical errors. There is no data in the abstract regarding myocardial T-cell infiltration, and there (coughs) are no statistical analysis for significance provided. And the author is not clear that only... antidotal data was used. And so what he actually did was a blood test called, you know, the pulse blood test. And so what he was actually looking for was something called HGF, which is heptocyte, heptocyte growth factor, HGF. And so if you go to Wikipedia, you know what happens if you have wound healing, this is elevated. And it also gets elevated when, T cells are being made as well, which is exactly what he was looking at. And so if you go down to circulating plasma levels on the HGF Wikipedia page, it it specifically says, plasma from patients with advanced heart failure present increased levels of HGF, which correlates with a negative prognosis and a high risk of mortality. So the blood work that he was collecting is scientifically accurate. It has multiple sources. And yet this fella is a son of a bitch. Now, I don't know if people remember this, but one of the Australian COVID-19 vaccines caused false positive HIV test. And that was this big scandal. And, you know, I'm going to be using the article from Live Science. And so that freaked Australia out enough that they canceled 51 million doses of the vaccine that they were making. If you were getting elevated HGF levels, maybe you might need to rethink some stuff. So you can see how one test, which was a false positive, created an entire cancellation of 51 million doses. But with this, which is equally more realistic and scarier, we can't, we can't even criticize that. And then not to Look, be
0: a, how it was cr- criticized too and that um, this guy has antidotal information lots of it where people take the vaccine and they have heart failure many of them die right there that could be a report in and of itself and that's happened all over the world so whenever you put together any kind of paper if i were to write a law brief that's that's 50 pages long and has 200 footnotes, somebody could go in and parse it and say, well, you didn't say this, you didn't say this. You could have said this, but you didn't say this. Therefore, your paper uh, does not need our harsh, standards. Anybody can do that. I mean, the American Heart Association obviously felt a bunch of pressure and they came up with a subterfuge um, to... Um, throw a little bit of shade on the study,
1: but if what? he's, but
0: it d- still
1: goes back that if he's such a quack, how did he get this far?
0: Huh. In the process, I mean, the common sense is there. I mean, look at what you spoke about about the blood test. I mean, that's accepted practice all all over the world, <laughs> um, and the fact that there's antidotal information not just here but all over the world about the myocarditis and other issues that the vaccine causes. That's all. I mean, you know, why can't we talk about that?
1: And I'm going to end with this and sound a little bit like a conspiracy theorist, but some big news. Well, you to- are a conspiracy theorist. Be proud of it, son. Okay. Labels. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, this was announced recently. So <laughs> synthetic tissue can repair hearts, muscles, and vocal cords, And so this is out of McGill University. I'm going to be using uh, a scientific website that's going to make, there's a little article about it. And one of the things they talk about is that this might repair your lungs if you have damage from COVID as one of the possibilities. And so I'm curious if this is being rolled out a little bit in advance because there might be some people out there who have, some damage from COVID related things, and I'm just going to be a little bit vague with what that means. So there's that, but that's all I got for you today.
0: That could be prescient of you to have determined that it's something to watch too, for sure. Yeah, well, still, um, the only thing I have to say to close things with is that on today's date, in 1804, Napoleon Bonaparte crowned himself emperor at Notre Dame. And I think it's interesting the way we look at history. Um, Napoleon is often thought of in very esteemed terms. He was really a tyrant it caused much bloodshed, and he was dictator. And um, the French Revolution was a terrible time. Matter of fact, you can say it was the beginning of leftism. And the reign of terror is what you know Marxism inevitably leads to. So, I would just like to say, when we think of past historical figures, we should do our own research as to what kind of people they were, uh, rather than to accept what might be called the the platitudinal version of history. I was always an Edmund Burke fan. He was the great English parliamentarian. And, um, You know, England at the time could have very easily fallen under the spell of what was going on in France. But Burke extolled the virtues of the conventions of the English parliamentary system and the common law and how that is actually good for society and for the preservation of liberty. And he did a good job. Anyway, I think historical figures ought to be understood not in so much the TV version that people think of them, but more holistically and in depth. That's what I got to say, Steve.
1: I think that's a very fair point. Everybody should do their own research. And there you home. go, Steve. Right on. Well, I'll catch you later. All right, Steve.
0: uh <laughs>